on today's show, comedian, film buff, and pain in my butt, Nico is back by popular demand. But first, from Grantland.com, Dan Coist talks about the Razzies. The man is obsessed. Go to ProudlyResents.com to watch the Star Wars Christmas special. God, this thing is a load of crap. It's in its entirety on our website, ProudlyResents.com. And of course, go to ProudlyResents on Facebook to make any comments about the show. You are listening to Proudly Resents. Oh, reason. I, I can't even hear you. Well. Hi, this is Danny Wazell. Uh, proudly Resents. The Cult Movie Podcast. The Adam Biggest Men Show. To all you Proudly Resents listeners out there, just remember you can't touch on hospitality. How about Prowler Zens, ProwlerZens.com is Adam Spiegelman. I'm here with Dan Coyce from Grantland, who in the summer has been handicapping the Razzies. What is your fascination with the Razzies? Well, you know, as everyone knows, the Razzies are really the, the most prestigious award in Hollywood. I mean, they're, people talk about the Oscars, people talk about Golden Globes or the Broad, Broadcast Film Critics Association awards but really the razzies are what every kid grows up dreaming of winning you dream of having one of those golden raspberries on your mantle to show off to your friends and neighbors to say you know what i made a real piece of shit and i was i was rewarded for it you want to be recognized by like not your peers but peers higher than your peers people who are better at their job than you right well i mean in general pretty easy to make a kind of bad movie that wins an oscar but it's really hard to make an execrable, unbelievably awful movie of the type that can win a Razzie. I mean, not everyone can do it. Anyone can make a Crash or Dances with the Wolves or Shakespeare in Love, but not everyone can do Catwoman. Right, exactly, or Xanadu. I mean, those are those movies are once in a generation miracles of awfulness, and that's the kind of that's the kind of thing that the Razzies celebrate. So this show is about movies like that and just being and loving them and obsessed with them. And besides the Razzies, how do you feel about those bad films? Oh, I mean, I I love them. I, I find that a, a really great, terrible movie is often about the best and most fun experience you can have in a movie theater. You know, I have very fond memories, for example, of uh, of a midnight drunken excursion with 10 friends to see showgirls that ended up with us just staying for the next show afterwards and convincing the projectionist who was a friend of ours to just run it, run it again. Um, and I mean, those are the movies that make for like great movie watching experiences. They're bad, but they're so bad and so wonderfully bad that they turn into a memory that you keep forever and, and something that really lasts with you in a way that, you know, I don't remember where the hell I was when I saw crash, but I sure remember where I was when I saw, I know who killed me. Now, where were you when you saw, I know who killed me. I was on my couch in my apartment cringing and turning it <laughs> off every five minutes because I couldn't believe what I was watching. Yeah, that's one of those, like, we wish we were an art film, but we're not an art film. We're a slasher. It's like we're a Cinemax. We're not Cinemax. Right. And, you know, the one of the great things about the Razzies is that it really does recognize um, these kinds of misguided, culty films that, that often do end up being beloved for in different ways. One of the frustrations I have with the Razzies is that it often doesn't recognize the kind of movie that aims really high, that aims Oscar movie high, but ends up being completely terrible. Something like Nine 
which is a gigantic campy mess that came out two years ago with great Oscar hopes. I mean, it had an Oscar-winning director behind it and huge stars. And But it turned out to be really one of the worst movies of the year, but it got no Razzie nominations at all because the Razzies, I think, discriminate against movies of perceived quality, even if even if they don't actually have quality. Yeah, I feel like some things might be untouchable to them. And also, I don't, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like a lot of the winners, because I vote, and then a lot of the winners are the people who will show up. And the people I, who will show up, or even just the people who, even though they won't show up, they're funny names. You know, like when Britney Spears won, we're supporting actress for being in Fahrenheit 9-11 for like two seconds. You know, I think that I get frustrated with Razzie voters sometimes because I think that they don't reward legitimately terrible performances. They just think, we have a chance to give Britney Spears an award, let's do it. I mean, in a way, they're sort of the bad movie version of the Hollywood Foreign Press there. I mean, they're star fuckers too, even though the stars <laughs> usually don't show up at the ceremony to fuck unless they're Tom Green or, or Sandra Bullock. And they love, and you know, that those moments are huge for them. So they'll rather, I mean, Sandra Bullock definitely deserved, the movie was terrible though, all about Steve. Oh yeah. But, you know, I felt like they kind of gave it to her because she'd show up. And in her speech, she even said, you probably didn't watch this movie. Which is a great well, that's speech. a real. I think that's a real scandal of the Razzies. I'm sure there are many voters like you who take it very seriously, who make sure they get to the multiplex, who check out the screeners that the studios send them, who read the screenplays, <laughs> you know, who do their homework. But I also think there are voters who don't. I think there are voters who just say, you know, Adam Sandler, great, and they tick it off. And I, and I think that that's frustrating. You know, it frustrates me as someone who cares deeply about things like this. You know, I've made it a real point to see everything this year, and the things I haven't caught, I will be sure to catch before I vote. But I'm sure you're the same way. In terms of who might show up at the ceremony this year, I think that's an interesting question. I'm sure that's something that the Razzie's administration is considering right now. I think, honestly, that might be the only thing that could stop Jack and Jill from setting the all-time Razzie record, is that I think they believe that Adam Sandler would not show up to the Razzie's, and I think they're probably right about that. So if they can find some other movie, some bigger fame whore in it who would be willing to show up, or or just someone who's not even a fame whore but is just really good-natured, I think they might throw a couple of awards that movie's way in hopes of getting a middling to, to, to smallish star to get there. The good news for the Razzies is New Year's Eve has about 10,000 stars yeah. and 6% in the Rotten Tomato meter. So one of them might show up. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, I could also see Nick Swartzen showing up. Well, you talked about Bucky Larson, born to be a star. Yeah, got 0%. I think that's a major contender. Um, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the odds-on favorite for worst picture, but I think it's going to collect you know, six to seven nominations. And I think that if there's anyone that can overturn the prohibitive favorite, I think that it is that it is Bucky Larson, which is a truly a horrible movie. Uh, I mean, one of the worst most delightfully bad movies I've seen in a long, long time. Uh -huh. You know, um, I mean, I think that, that that guy seems, I mean, just the very fact that he was so good-natured throughout all of Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star, suggests that he might have a sense of humor. I mean, the movie itself does not have a sense of humor, but he might. There's no evidence that he is a funny guy. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, it suggests he doesn't take himself too seriously that he was, in fact, in that movie. I, I mean, I could, in fact, see him and maybe Christina Ricci showing up. They were guaranteed awards. I think... I assume that people only show up because they've been told ahead of time that they will win, right? Because no one would, it would be horrible to show up to the Razzies and then lose. No, Sandra Bullock wasn't sitting there going, I hope I win. Right, yeah, right. She knew. She did, she, I'm sure she was assured, and I, and I assume that that's the way it works, and that makes sense for, a, for, a, for an awards ceremony like this, as much as purists like me might 
rebel against the notion of revealing the, the results ahead of time. It's obviously a smart way to run an award show. Have you ever seen the Razzies? No, I never have. I'm very excited. I've dreamed about it since I was a kid. And so to be able to fly out to Los Angeles and put on a tux and meet some of my heroes, um, <laughs> Razzie voters and, and, the, and the head Raspberry himself, it's, it's a big thrill. I'm really looking forward to it. What do you think of chances of Martin Lawrence showing up for Big Mamas? Like I worry Lawrence? about that movie, you know? I mean, I worry that it was so early in the year they might forget. that it's going to get lost. And I worry most specifically that there, there's another drag performance that I think has supplanted it in people's minds. In the same way that Toby Jones and um, Philip Seymour Hoffman were, both, were not both going to get nominated for an Oscar for playing Sherman Capote in the same year, I don't think Adam Sandler and Martin Lawrence are going to both get nominated for going and drag in the same year, and I'm pretty sure that Adam Sandler is going to take that nomination. And, and I don't get a vibe necessarily off Martin Lawrence that he has a real sense of humor about himself. Um, I've never seen that in any interviews with him, and maybe he would show up, but I, I honestly think he's a long shot to get nominated. Have you seen the film? I have, yeah. It's terrible. It's but terrible. It, <laughs> Something but good's at come the out same of it. time, I have a deep affection for that series what is and that? What, it, what it's accomplished for the way that we perceive Big Mamas. <laughs> um, and uh, and so I, I think that's probably shared by a lot of Razzie voters, and, and I would be surprised, really, if it accumulated a lot of nominations. Do you think there's a scandal? What do you think about the scandal, kind of like the Harvey Weinstein scandal of people just kind of pushing... They get the Razzies, you know, like they don't really deserve it, but they do so many advertising and so much. Oh, I love it. I mean, you know, for real Razzie fans, that's what you're in it for. You love to see the campaigns, you know, you love to see the parties that are having in L.A. I talk about, you know, my most recent recent Razzie Watch column in Grantland is about the campaigns and about yeah. how fun they are. And, you know, you remember the great years of great campaigns and, and you know, the time that Arnon Milchin of Summit um, crept into every Razzie voter's living room at 9 o'clock at night, dressed all in black, and urged them to support Twilight New Moon. I mean, that was great. It was a great surprise to see him in my living room that year. Oh, I love all the screeners that we're getting, and I love the Whisper campaigns. You know, I love that Atlas Shrugged is all of a sudden a player this week because they got some great press on, on Gold Derby and on the AB Club. I mean, I think those... Those are great things that are happening. And I don't even mind when it gets sort of dirty, you know, when whisper campaigns start and, and when people, you know, try and sneakily convince you that actually um, Breaking Dawn Part 1 is a, a feminist masterpiece. You know, it's obviously it's not. It's awful. But, but I love that someone's really going the extra mile to try and plant a piece that it's actually a quality movie. That's great. That's great work. I love that. Would you sell out your Razzie votes? Oh, my Razzie vote is available to the highest bidder. I mean, we, we'd be happy to accept bribes from anyone. I mean, you would, right? Oh, yeah. I didn't even look at it that way. Yes, what? Yeah. I'm a voter. Yeah, yeah, if there are bribes, yeah, bring it on. If I were you, I would take this opportunity to, I mean, to like maybe put a wish list on Amazon or something. <laughs> take gifts from my kids or any kind of Alvin and the Chipmunks swag or, I mean, just anything, really. And you probably you can get my vote. I don't see why not. And you're... I mean, I haven't investigated the bylaws carefully, but... But I don't think that that's prohibited. And if you go online, you can find Dan's kids' list to Santa Claus. And if you want yeah. to pick up one or two of those things, that might help influence yeah. you. Yeah, but honestly, everyone loves gift cards. Good call. Yes. Yeah. What about abduction with Taylor Lautner's action film? Oh, you know, that's a tough one. Taylor Lautner uh, is, is, I mean, he is a block of wood uh, <laughs> that somehow ended up placed in the middle of movies movie sets but i think that i just think that any heat he has on the razzies is going to come from twilight i mean i just think that that is that's the hit that's the movie that most 
voters have seen. I do think that of all the rising candidates, that's the one most likely for most voters to have legitimately watched. And so I think breaking any heat he's going to get for the Razzies is going to be for Breaking Dawn. I mean, the good thing about the Razzies is nominations come from multiple movies. So he could get nominated for supporting, for I guess for actor, for both Abduction and Breaking Dawn. But really, it's going to be a nomination for Breaking Dawn with Abduction just sort of t- you know tagging along. This is the obvious choice frontrunner, in my mind at least. And of course, they released it right around Razzie season. Jack and Jill. I mean, is this a gift? Well, that's the, I this... mean, that's the that's the 500-pound gorilla this year. There's a real possibility that it could break the all-time Razzie record for most wins in a year. I mean, I wrote about that a couple of weeks ago, about it, about the publicist game plan for <laughs> setting that record. We've got Adam Sandler, who's eligible for Worst Actor and Worst Actress. And I think it has a real shot of winning both. I mean, he's shooing for actress. I think he could also win actor. You know, you've got some supporting characters who I think really have a shot. It's got Katie Holmes, who's uh, a much beloved bad actress in a supporting role as his wife. It's sometimes they say, and it's unfair that people sleep through movies or they phone it in. But mm-hmm. she fell asleep on the phone while she yeah. was doing this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a, that's an accurate description. Of, uh, of what she accomplished in this movie. <laughs> and accomplishes very generous. You've got Al Pacino playing sort of like a a weird fake version of himself who who I think actually I think is maybe the real Al Pacino. <laughs> so you've got trophies you can grab there. I think that you can make a real case for in, in that very amorphous category of prequel, remake, ripoff, and sequel. If the publicist behind Jack and Jill can make a case that it's a ripoff of like Tootsie or The Crying Game, then you've got a chance, I think, to win that award, and that could put it over the top. Now, the current record is eight, which I know who killed me one in 2007, but I think that Jack and Jill has a shot at nine. It would be a historic year. It would be a great year for to be at the Razzies for the first time if I could witness something like that. I think the movie we're overlooking, and I'm looking at the movie now, and I can't stop laughing because the idea is funny. It's, uh, the poster's hilarious. It's Kevin James is on a roller coaster. Hold on, sit down, Dan. Are you sitting? I'm sitting. sitting next to a, a grenade <laughs> ape with his arms in the air. Uh, zookeeper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, what are the you, chances? <laughs> I, it's got a good shot. I mean, you laughed more just now than than I laughed actually watching the movie. There's a gorilla um, on a roller coaster. Sorry to interrupt, but a gorilla. Go on. And I don't mean to. I don't. I don't want to give you a heart attack. But do you know the gorilla talks? What? It talks. No. He uses words. Is he it quippy? It says them out loud. Is yeah, he... yeah. Oh, my God. Now, the yeah, animals... it like says catchphrases and stuff. No. Oh, my God. Oh. Is this Oscar yeah. talk or Razzie talk? I'm getting confused. Uh, I mean, it would be nice, honestly, if it would be considered for both, but the Oscars really still discriminate against against bad, bad movies. They love <laughs> bad, good movies. But, no, I think, it's, I think it does have a shot. I mean, it was a big hit this summer. That helps. It had a pretty wide platform. I mean, it had bad movie, the bad movie market all to itself for a couple of weeks before Green Lantern came around. So I think it was widely seen. Kevin James is a previous nominee, although he hasn't won before, and he won't win this year. I mean, I don't think he beats Adam Sandler, but I do think Zookeeper has a chance for a couple of nominations, particularly in screenplay. I think it, I think it's, it's that's its real strong. Great, uh, Dan. Thank you very much. You're, you can find you on Grantland.com. When can we expect the next Razzie? Uh, there should be another Razzie watch before Christmas, so uh, Friday. There should be another one up on Grantland. Great. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Last year we did an interview with 
the head Razzy himself. That is on our website if you go to proudlyresents.com. Coming up next, we have Nico. She's been on the show a bunch of times. Get a lot of requests recently for people just found the show and love the episodes with her. So I called her up to do a live show, but I screwed up uh, NiceCast, which is the program to go live. So the show is basically her making fun of me for about 20 minutes. Next year we'll have more Nico. We also have a lot of great people coming on and a lot of big celebrities. Thanks for listening to the show uh, the past year or so. If you like the show, put us on Facebook or Twitter. Help us promote. That's how we do it. Our Twitter is at ProudlyResents. Check that out. Oh, two things on the website. Every Monday on ProudlyResents.com, we have three of the week for myself or guests. We'll pick three podcasts I suggest you check out. And the Dark Knight trailer. We have a lot going on there. All right, here's Nico making fun of me trying to use a computer program. recording it oh my god me trying to work a very simple program so a prowler resents prowler resents.com i'm adam that is a nico what it's a test is this good i can hear you does it sound weird does it sound okay well it sounds weird because it's your monkey voice oh shit um you're gonna feel bad in a minute for saying that no i'm just using the head I'm using the headset instead of um, the microphone. Are you plugged in? Yes, I'm fucking plugged in. <laughs> you said the fuck word. And there's sirens, you can you hear them? Be ashamed of yourself. Sirens? No. Are they coming to get you? Yes, finally. Uh, so I'm going to go live. I think we'll get nobody. Is that... <laughs> but, are you gonna... but you'll send out to people what the address is? Well, if you tell me what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll text it to you right now. When I say text, I mean... You're such an old man, aren't you? <laughs> What's this now? Old man. Our, oh, it's, we're starting. We're starting soon. <laughs> we're on the air. No, wait. Are we on the air yet? D- don't look at me. I don't even know what you're doing. I think we're on the air. Let's see if it works. Say something anti-Semitic and see if anybody complains, and then you'll know if you're on the air. Oh, those fucking cheap Jews? <laughs> Yeah, you know, like you, rant to me, like you rant to me about the Chinese oh. and, how you don't, and how you don't trust them. You know, why don't you try that? Oh, talking about how I hate the Chinese. All My right. mum's Chinese. Yeah, your mom is not. How do you know? Well, you know, it, it's funny. I used to, you know... Uh, Bang date, my mom? Yeah, I used to bang your mom. And uh, one time I said <laughs> to your mom, I said, Mom, how about a little 69? And she goes... Beef and broccoli now? <laughs> Do you know what I find disturbing about that? Yes. You said you called my mum mum. Oh, yeah, that is weird. Disturbing. That's more fucked up than anything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The, the detail. That's what I'm listening out for, the detail that underlies your perversion. And you are perverted. <laughs> uh. Welcome to Perversion Hour on oh. wherever the hell we are. Do you know what this is like? This is like talking to my dad on the phone when he's trying to find something on Google. Does he just not listen? I have no levels <laughs> coming in. <laughs> that distracted tapping of the keyboard. Oh, because I'm trying to make this thing work. The show, that is. I don't know if it's working. 
Hello. We're not getting any levels. So that is not a good thing. I've heard it is a good thing. It's apparently not a good thing. You plugged it in? Fuck you. <laughs> but let me check. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going through um, iTunes for some reason? Puberty? Adolescence. Adolescence. <laughs> a dark <Adolescence>. period. Through <laughs> a change? Going through a change. A Into the blue period. Sure. I wonder if anybody's out there, please let me know if you're. This works. Why have you Why have you gone down this route or route, as you Americans say? You mean a, a route? A route. It's what it's supposed to be. I don't mind you saying route. I do object to you saying buoy. It's a buoy. What would you say, Bowie? It's a buoy. Huh? It's a boy. It's a, it's a boy. It's called boy. The thing in the water that bounces up and down. The thing in the water that bounces yeah. Your mum. <laughs> Wait, the, the woman you sleep with and have fantasies about, my the mommy. <laughs> you just said... What? Just, what did, did I just say? <laughs> you tried to make a joke and then said, my mom again. Yeah, no, that was kind of the joke. Hey, no, what's... not that bit. Just the little bit before that. What's that? I understand what you're trying to do, but you're this Freudian nonsense that you've got going on. You need to sort out. I don't I know wanna... what you're doing. I want to see if people can hear this. Talk to your little friends at your um, NRA inclusive podcast people. Pod people. Ask your pod people. I, I... No, I call them the. I know. <laughs> Are all Americans in the NRA in your world? In yeah. your head? In my head and my world. For my head is where I live, and my head is also in my world. Click, click, click. Like my grandmother trying to use the VCR. This disc won't fit in the VCR. Is this button it? And that's the telephone. My nan once blew up a microwave because she put a frozen pizza in for three and a half hours. Blew up. Caught what, fire. For, you don't even put a pizza in the oven that long. <laughs> put, and it was a tiny one. You get those like ones that are the size of a hand. And she thought she thought she'd put it on for three and a half minutes. And then went about her day forgetting that she put the pizza in. Three and a half hours later, the <laughs> kitchen almost burnt down. <laughs> ah, the elderly. They get confused by technology. But what, wait, wait, she thought it was 30 seconds? Because it was three minutes. Oh, it was three Jesus and a half hours. Christ. So after three minutes, she's going to get suspicious? Fire. She just forgot about it. After three and a half minutes of not hearing the bing, probably got caught up in EastEnders or Coronation Street or whatever else. Watching the EastEnders. Watching EastEnders until the uh, kitchen burnt down. <laughs> My crazy family. They are kooky. So I assume we're on the air? Oh, let me let me try. This is going to blow up. <laughs> I'll just try myself. You're such a doddery old fuck. Is there anyone there? Can... We have no level. Well, what are you shouting at me for? I'm not making it broken. You're, making You're it the broken. one who's a techno-tard. Techno-retard, first of all. Techno-tard. Yeah, I thought you had some adenoids out to stop you from sounding weird. Oh, my God, it's going to get worse tomorrow. That's why they're waiting why? for the doctor. Well, I had the adenoids and the tonsils taken out. Right. And then... Now they're putting them back in tomorrow? They're putting them right back in, which is so crazy. <laughs> they they <laughs> sent them to Hawaii. Yeah, they took a little trip. Putting extras in. I got an extra set of tonsils and four more adenoids to go in. Have you heard that they they do these fake um, balls for dogs? Oh, hold on a second. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say goodbye. Oh, it's my cousin. Okay. <laughs> That's
Hello, Rachel. No, I'm all right. Why? Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, my, I have a deviated septum. I've had a broken nose apparently for years. Now I must have ran to a wall at some point, naked with a heart on. You know, a joke about Jews. Well, that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that never that happened. That doesn't sound right. Oh. What the what? Huh? And then they're going to do this cr crazy thing with my tongue. Hey, can I call you back in a little bit? Yeah, All right, thanks. That sounds like she said I'm climaxing. That's my cousin, my little cousin, not my mother. Same, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> my mother, Climax, tells you to you get a nose job. So, I have a deviated septum. That's what they all said, that's code for getting a nose job. Well, they what they did was, and I would have to say the Jewish people, we invented this. They say it's a deviated septum, but then they fixed their nose, right? But yeah. The insurance agency got hip to that, so instead of paying like three grand, the insurance paying three grand to the hot doctors for the free nose job that they would throw in, they pay less. They pay eight hundred or something. So the, so the doctor doesn't want to do it anymore. You know, what you should do live in live in this country where it's all free. That's why I'm on the phone dealing with this fucking insurance. This whole thing is free. You know, it's worse than a Canadian. We are the Canadians. We still own them. See, if if America was still owned by Britain, you wouldn't be in any of this mess. Oh, look really? Good, look how good Canada is. And that's because we control them. After the French, we did a great job with Canada. We let you go and look what happened. You turned it all to shit. There needs to be another invasion. You need to come back and fix up. Yeah, Wait, invade us or invade Canada? You we're gonna come? We're gonna march back into America and go. Now we let you run it for a bit and look what you've done. It's a bloody mess. <laughs> Out of the way, and we'll march in and clean it up. There's a problem loading the page. What page? It's no. like I'm talking. I'm talking to someone with Alzheimer's. Are Who you? are you? What are you? You're not David. <laughs> Where's David? He's at a store. I'm trying to make this work. This is nice cast. It says on the air, but we have no levels. Why don't you log on and see if you can hear it? I, I did. I put in the the code, the uh, URL, as the kids call it, and it doesn't fucking work. Right. Put the so, URL on one of your 12 computers. I have 10 more to do. I'll break your face. Oh, my God. Call that naked boyfriend <laughs> of yours over. <laughs> So you got laid last night, Nick? <laughs> Nick got some action? How dare you. How dare me? How dare him? He's very daring. Oh, blimey. Says it, uh, says it timed out. Yes, it's not working. Uh, AKA, it ain't, it broke. <laughs> so fix it. I'm trying. Why do you want to do it this way anyway? Uh, it's just, it'd be very nice if there's just one guy listening and masturbating. That's all I hope for. That's all you want in life. That's why I'm there's here. Somewhere in the world, there's one guy listening, jerking uh, off into a big jar of self-pity. Ah, look, preferences. Oh, that's good. Oh, look, you've just forgot to switch on. I wish. Before you have your nose job. Hey, will you be better by Christmas, or will you have one of those freaky metal things on your face? 
Uh, my nose should be better by Christmas, but they're also doing this thing where they're cutting into the back of my tongue. Why? Yeah. Why? Why are they doing all this nonsense? Because I uh, sleep apnea, and when I sleep, my tongue goes into the back of my throat and and stops me well, from breathing. Just staple it to your lip. Yes, well, that's what they do in England. That's why it's free. We don't have that. We all have stiff upper lips, so. Ah, there you go. Boom. Boom. Everybody's tweeting, faving and deleting. Follow Friday, some of you know. And play Dream Tweet, the game show to go. Ah, it's the game show to go. Dream Tweet, everybody. It's the celebrity-based Twitter-themed game show where two Twitter titans go head-to-head in a battle of wits and wisdom. Tune in, subscribe on iTunes, and there'll be a new game every single week. And remember, if if things get a little bit sassy, just try and keep in mind that I'm just being a bitch. That's my catchphrase, and I'll be using it, and we'll be having laughs, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's Dream Tweet, the game show to go, and it's coming soon. Ah, oh, and go to the manual. Emmanuel. Nice cast manual. Don't go to Emmanuel, filthy <laughs> bastard. There's no time uh, to look at porn. <laughs> oh, so you're the lone guy masturbating. I am. I'm doing a show for myself. <laughs> Listening to your own show. Well, that's sad. In small violin uh, musical play. It says on air, motherfucker, but it ain't working. Why, when you're angry, do you turn into a gay man? Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Mm. No, you didn't. Oh, Robert. No, you didn't. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> Who's the guy who had the sleazy talk show in England? He's now here in America. That's There's loads. Po- That's pretty popular. Sleazy talk show? Uh, is he gay? Is he gay and Irish? Yeah. Well, what's Graham his name? Norton. No, not Graham Norton. Graham Norton is really great, but for some reason he won't work here at all. People just don't care. About Hollywood? About him. No. He used to have a show in America, didn't he? Yeah, bombed immediately. They showed it in this country. Was it good? He was in that film, um, I Could Never Be Your Woman, with Michelle Pfeiffer and Paul Rudd. And Paul Rudd was, when Paul Rudd was, I think he was 40 at the time, and he was playing a 30-year-old who was playing a teenager on a TV show, and Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer, who was 50 at that time, was playing someone who was supposed to be 40, who was producing the show. So everybody had <laughs> shunted down 10 years for some inexplicable reason. Were they in outer most... space? <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous film. And it's got Graham Norton in it, briefly, playing an Irish gay man. Typecasting. Exactly. So he was playing that, and that was pretty good. Uh-huh. Paul Rudd's good in it. Paul Rudd's good in it. But then yeah, Paul Rudd's good, right? Paul Rudd is good in everything. I love Paul Rudd. Have you seen Diggers? Again, we've got complaints from you about you. What have I done now? What's the name of the movie? Uh, I could never be your woman. No, the one you just asked me about. Diggers. Uh- <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
I mean, how many fucking times? <laughs> uh, it's hard enough to get this thing to work, let alone to get people to listen. Listen, mate. <laughs> I can't. I can't help you. <laughs> really? Oh, for God's sake. You're a ridiculous man. So tell me about this boy. What are you doing now? What about him? We're recording. He's you. He's Jewish? Yeah. How do you do that? How do you score that? Jews love me. They do, huh? They do. Maybe it's because I look like a bagel. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they love me so much. Ma, you will love him. Love her. She looks like a bagel. It's like a bagel. When I, yeah, when men meet you, they usually like, Come here, babe. I want to put some locks on you. <laughs> what a horrible image. It says it's broadcasting, but nothing's happening. Just going to be your new catchphrase. Is nothing's happening? It says it's broadcasting, but nothing's happening. Do I sound that drunk, or is that you? You sound drunk all of the time, because you are drunk all of the time. I'm so high now, it's unbelievable. Seriously. I'm going to do the entire podcast like that. I think this is what I'm going to speak like now. Now. This is my voice. This is how I'm going to speak, though. So you always talk. This is how it's going to be. No, it's oh, my God. I can't believe that. Oh, fuck up. Oh, my God. I can't believe oh you're talking God. like this. I can't you believe it. Believe oh, my God. It's like totally effed up. I can't believe he did that thing. Oh, my God. I can't talk to you now because I'm, you know, too busy brushing my hair. And putting my lipstick on. Like, a lot. <laughs> Where did you learn to be so good at that? Give me a second. Um, I used to live in um, California. I used to live in North Hollywood. And there was really a girl that used to dance. So she used to sound like, oh, my God, I have to buy shoes. Like, everything <laughs> everything she did was, um, like, a chore. <laughs> she hated everything in her life. Oh, I can't believe it. Today I've got to go buy a toothbrush. That was one thing she actually said. Oh my like god. Buying a, buying a toothbrush was the worst thing. It's equivalent to the Holocaust. Seriously. Ugh. Can't believe that. Like, I've got to go buy a toothbrush. Wait, did you just admit that the, buying a tooth, uh, that uh, the Holocaust was bad? <laughs> Why would it be No, I think it's great. I know, I'm shocked that of all people. That's all. You're just trying to get me into trouble, mister. And I'm not falling for it. It's not It's not working. I'm getting emails saying it's not working. You can't even do it properly. Oh my God. Seriously. Oh, my God. Did you forget to plug the modem in again? <laughs> I wish. Jeez, you're so stupid. I love when there's all these like bonuses, special features, and plugins you can download. I just can't make it work. Why don't you just work? <laughs> Is there a button that says "Make it work"? I would. That's what I'm looking for. Basically, I'm, that's yeah. what I've been doing. <laughs> that's what I want to know. This piece of shit. You want to know how many listeners you have? No, I want to have listeners. I want to fucking work. Well, maybe there's special like um, instruction manual thing tutorial. Yeah, it's how much is that gonna fucking cost? Hey, dumbass! Hey, fucking dumbass! Press this button here. <laughs> And they keep wanting me to buy it. They keep popping up saying, do you want, you know, please buy this. It doesn't even work. 
Well, you make it work, and I'll buy it. There you Just go. Look at you picking up on this uh, this business transaction, this friendship we have here, where it's all me, me, me. I do all the work. What happens? Oh, I'm so put upon. Oh, what happened? A lot of uh, what from you. What? 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 Oh, why are you even talking? You don't even know what you're talking about, do you? <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm, but I am talking, and you can't. You, you can't deny talking. that. <laughs> you know what? It cannot deny that you're talking. Thank you. I'll there take you it. are again, I'm... talking, <laughs> fucking universe. <laughs> how dare you? This is how you fight. You fight like, yeah, yeah. I, when you when you get mad at people, and then they go, I can't believe you're yelling right now on a Thursday of all days. <laughs> you know, like, all right, I'm sorry, I'm yelling on Thursday. Now, will you please give me the money you owe me? I was gonna say that you guys really do hate the Jews over there. Fucking shorten our holidays. How can I possibly hate the Jews? I have to put up with one. You're hitting that guy all night, you know what I'm saying? A little high five. <laughs> Cross continent, over the ocean high five right there. Juice love. So where did you meet this guy? I uh, came to talk to me after a show. Wait, he saw oh, you perform right. and he still yeah. wanted to... It's <laughs> so funny I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's humor like that that's getting you laid on the regular. <laughs> My mom said, uh, just because mom went, oh, is, and we're worried about him. <laughs> is he all right? To, is he all right for Christmas? Thinking that he might, he might something else. And I said, no, he'd be all right. I've got him a little yarmulke, but I've got him a red one. I've put a white bobble on the top, like a Santa hat, uh -huh. so he can wear it all through Christmas Day. And my mom believed me. My mom looked at me. It's because you people are racist over there. We are not. You're racist for thinking we are racist. Oh, did I just blow your mind? Dude, my mind is blown. I'm totally blown. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Oh, my God. You're right. I got to go buy a toothbrush. Oh, I can't believe that. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. I can't believe you've got to buy a toothbrush. Yeah, yeah. Every, uh, every so often you got to do that. It's called being an adult. <laughs> in the realms of fantasy it's not like you said oh my god can you believe it i've got to go buy unicorns then i wouldn't believe that but toothbrush yeah but also i just like the idea of oh you know yeah. like of all the things it's such a oh can you believe that Seriously. yeah i worked with a woman who had nothing to do and when she had one thing to do she'd go oh my god seriously <laughs> i'm like so busy I can't do that for you right now because I'm catching up with my me time. <laughs> I got so little me time that I just need to have some me time for myself. <laughs> I spend my day sorting out everybody else's problems, but when it comes to my own, who am I supposed to turn to? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the type of humor that is getting <laughs> Nico laid and gifts on Christmas. This is the kind of humor that is not being broadcast live on the internet. No. If you're listening to this live, you are full of crap. <laughs> you are a liar. <laughs> now you'll know if people really listen to your show. People go, hey, I showed you on that thing yesterday. That was really funny. Well done. All right. So what do we We should say something to see if Come. you... What? 
If you email me or Nico and say, what did you just say? Cunt. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, cunt. Just the word cunt. I hate that word. Um, no, it's the way Americans say twat. No American says twat. Exactly. Some <laughs> might say twat, but no one ever says twat. Even though it's got an A in it. Why would you? Twat. Why would you say twat? <laughs> I can't believe I'm yelling at another woman. Twat. <laughs> twat. Again, you said I can't believe I'm yelling at another woman. Does that mean either you are a woman or you frequently yell this at women? <laughs> Not I can't again. I'm yelling twat at another woman. Justice like eight today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, these poor women, they're like, enough. Just, I'm just trying to get my groceries to the car, and some guy keeps yelling twat at me from behind a Ford. Again. Again. <laughs> All right, let me do an intro and then and an outro, and then we'll do the next show. We'll do the actual movie. What next show? What has been? Well, I'm trying not listen. I, I spent forever editing our shows, and because um, I want to keep it under 40 minutes, and they're usually like two hours. So. But well, whose fault is that? Actually, yours, and uh, I don't say fault. <laughs> so I, I want to try to split it up right, so we yeah. can just do right. like part right. one, part two. Okay, okay. Hello. Hello. And, oh, my uh, God. At Prowler Resentment. Seriously? Nico, oh, tell us your and your next show coming up. I love my website. My website's bedfilmclub.com, of course. Of course. Our next show is online. Our next online show is going to be Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. When is that? That's uh, been uploaded tomorrow. Oh, that's very cool. Uh, whatever it is cool. All right. One more question and we'll move on to the next show. Oh, shut what? Why so many questions? You're not my real dad. I hate you. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> fucking your or my mom. I explained to your mom about the broccoli incident and nine months later, I came a little Nico. I was not born from broccoli. <laughs> All right. What? What is your question, Spiegelman? Whatever happened to Christmas with a C? Did you watch that yet? Ah, Christmas with a capital C. Yeah? Sucks so hard. That film is amazing. Like, it's it's just just really an hour and 20 minutes of people going, Hey, Christians are pretty rad. And you people, you liberals in the city, you're all awful. Got Daniel Baldwin in it. When Stephen Baldwin just isn't available. They got Daniel instead of Stephen? Daniel Baldwin. Because when you want Stephen Baldwin and he's not available, you have to get a Daniel Baldwin, don't you? He's a lawyer from the big city. <laughs> they actually say, yeah, you might have seen the world. Like That's the worst thing in the world someone could do. Go and experience other people's cultures instead of staying in Alaska and fucking your sister. I think they don't fuck the sisters in it, but I assume that's what they do in Alaska. They do or they don't? I don't know. I've never been. I wouldn't like to comment. It was funny. I was going to go uh, with my sister and she refused. So maybe they do. Do you know what? You bumbled that so much it sounded like she wore shoes. Yeah. I was going to go with my sister, but she wore shoes. <laughs> you don't get it? She wore shoes. <laughs> shoes. Oh, All right. now, you, now you do that. It must be a Jew thing. We are ending the show and we'll be the next show will be about... Bye! Next show... If we ever get to it, we've got hard tickets to Hawaii.
Adam, that, we're, we're out of time for this interview.